You're listening to DraftKings Network. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's the Cooligans, stupid. Look at that, another Cooligans episode. <laughs> Christian looks so relaxed in this one. Your team's going nowhere. <laughs> You're saying, what are, you re- what are you referring to? You say, look at that, as if people have already experienced something. Because in my mind, they press the button, and immediately they hear the sound, <laughs> look at that. Hey, you hit play, buddy. <laughs> You're just, it's a nice little, like, uh, congratulatory. <laughs> hey, this is... That's for you. (laughs) You did it, buddy. Okay. Hit the play button. You're on your way to work. You're a little late. You're driving a little aggressive. And let me tell you something. That minivan, they're not going to get any faster. So just go around them. Uh, Okay. So thank you for uh, tuning in. Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. That's right. I'm Alexis Sean Dice Guerrero. How's the Cooligans, buddy? (laughs) That's been your nickname since day one. The first day I met you. I can't believe a guy with my nickname. Nickname manages your club, bro. It's just a whole full name nickname. You know how that works. It's very common. That's right. It, it originally was going to be Sean Bleich, uh, but I was like, yo, I think we're using this too much. Uh, what's good, everybody? Yes, uh, we're we're back. Another episode of The Cooligans uh, here to discuss the the funnest things in soccer. Yeah. Why'd you do that? Uh, <laughs> How's yeah. it feel the last few days? No stress. No, no losses. No. <laughs> I mean, I also have a two-month-old at home. There's a little <laughs> like bit of stress. Like I said, no stress. <laughs> two-month-old. They practically <laughs> raised themselves. Mateo's two months old today. Uh-huh. Hey. Okay. Happy two months, Mateo. Let's go. He, he is done. He is, uh, he is crushing it. At being a baby. Bro, in no time, you're going to be like, get this large human out of my apartment. They're eating all the food. I'm like, bro, how have you reached level 100 of babying? You are killing it, dog. Damn. You unpacked a baby named Mateo. 99 ratings. uh, Crushing it. So, uh, yes, obviously, Everton uh, having, uh, you know, escaped. Relegation has brought a little bit of peace in my life. Uh, but then, you know, then it doesn't stop because then we have the wife's not asking, why are you crying randomly throughout <laughs> the day? You did it. I got to find new reasons to cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so therapeutic. Or, I highly recommend it. Or Get therapy. New, new excuses for why you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> because we have NYCFC yeah, constantly yeah, yeah. losing. And tears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there's a lot to go over. But uh, we have to start uh, today. I obviously mentioned uh, today's show uh, we have an incredibly, incredibly special guest, uh, mm-hmm. Tim Ream of Fulham Football Club, will be joining you us. You heard that right. In just a little bit. Had a little convo with him because obviously Fulham are going to be playing in the Premier League Summer Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and Tim Ream also just broke his arm. Uh, so I, you know, got to check on him and see how he's doing. Right, because you're a physio. Exactly. People don't know that about you. Now that you're a dad, you know what to do. I'm like, Timmy, you good? 
Because, you know, just making sure that he can see. He Bend it this way. That's a strong grip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, know? yeah, yeah. you need that for holding on to much younger strikers as they run past. So, yes, we know uh, Tim Ree. Obviously, we saw him at the World Cup for the U.S. Men's National Team and on Fulham. Uh, so we're going to be t- chatting with him in just a little bit. But first, we have let's go over the Europa League final because we know Sevilla has won it again. Uh, it's yeah. a, Sevilla are the man city of the Europa League. Well, no, you can't say that. Why not? Because Man City hasn't won their tournament yet. I, sure, but, they, <laughs> but they've but they won the Premier League they, They're repeatedly. the Real Madrid, because Real Madrid have won Champions League multiple times. Okay, sure. I, you know, I, I, I thought that. mine was all right. I'd too. give them that. I, they both make they sense. Both I'll give them both it all makes two. sense. I okay. think mine makes sense, but whatever. We don't have to go tip for that, you know, because I don't even know what a tat is. You know? <laughs> but the uh, you're, you're very much more familiar with the formula. Uh, <laughs> but... The uh, but yes, Sevilla win in penalties. Uh, the former means the first one. Yes, Alexis. I don't know that. That you know when <laughs> someone says like, oh, the latter, and I'm like, which one is? It? <laughs> well, you were you were struggling with this on Twitter. You asked if Sevilla was the uh, the immovable I said this on whatever the, the CBS show. I was like, it's the um, uh, immovable versus the unstoppable, <laughs> unstoppable, whatever those things are supposed <laughs> to be. And no one on the desk knew what I was talking about. And then it turns out like someone. Like, I think it's The Sun or some uh, newspaper had tweeted this out mm-hmm. 18 hours earlier, had called this match the same thing. Yeah. And I was like, how are, how are none of you? And everyone's like, even after the show, they're like, I've never heard this before. I'm like, have you never heard this cliche before? Damn, bro. I mean, it's like, is it bad of them not knowing the the saying or is it bad on you for knowing 70 for, <laughs> for, for barely kind of knowing it uh, i feel like me barely kind of knowing something is par for the course sure yeah you are a walking cliff notes you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. like, i got so many information <laughs> would you want me to have all of it <laughs> nah bro I'm, nah. I'm out here skimming through <laughs> nah, through your conversation i know a little bit of a lot of things i can't know a lot about a little things <laughs> well you just hear a lot of things from that guy and then- yeah. That guy only knows a little bit, too. A lot of it is secondhand information. (laughs) I start a lot of my sentences with, yo, you heard? You know what what Neil deGrasse Tyson Beckford told me? (laughs) All right, yeah, maybe there might be some truth in what you're about to say. Bro. (laughs) Uh, But no, the game overall, it was... uh, First half, exciting. Fun. Mm Adrenaline-inducing. Second half... Cured insomnia, bro. <laughs> Mourinho ball. It was Masura. a... It, I tweeted this. I said, I want this man nowhere near the men's national team, bro. Mm. This was rough. <laughs> you know, Is this how you want our team to play? I mean, look, if it, if it can get you a trophy, uh, but it, it didn't work this time. Uh, and I, I, as soon as the, the, the second half was going on, I was like, Marie, if this goes to penalties, uh, Roma's not winning this game. They, I thought they, the opposite. I thought Mourinho would be able to get in their heads and... You know, Sevilla, who I expected Sevilla at some point to turn on, especially in the second half where it seemed like they had 99% possession. I just assumed they're going to find a way to score, or if they go to penalties, they're going to um, they're gonna lose it. Because if they can't score in the second half, Jose Mourinho, there's some magic he's going to pull out. Did not happen. It did not happen. And in fact, he did you see the, the penalty kick takers? They were defenders. That's right. All just like, you know, nine foot center backs Wait, uh, stepping they, up. Not clearances, bro. This is penalty kick. <laughs> what, are you going to head the penalty? Yeah. Bro. <laughs> or should we cross it to you there, big man? I mean, he only had two attackers on the pitch. It was just Bilotti and Al-Sharawi. There was no one else. And you don't think to, to start no, the penalties? Seriously, seriously. Yeah. Um, it was the, the, the confidence wasn't there for, uh, from them in the second half. And, and if it was simply tactically, the decision was like, 
it really seemed like uh, try to bring the ball up, try to get a foul, let's try to score on a set piece. That was the whole yeah. second half. That was the entire extra time uh, from Roma. I, frankly, I, whether it was a tactical decision or they just seem tired. They, they also have no players. They have Dabala and then a just a serious mm-hmm. drop. Well, Tammy Abraham had an awful game. Uh, they, just Very bad. Nobody, nobody really, really. Uh, Pellegrini didn't do anything offensively. Yeah. Bro, they, wasn't they, effervescent at all. Damn, bro. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you, effervescent you, twice in a row. Did you lear- a little water joke. Did you learn that today or what? I mean, <laughs> Pellegrini? Effervescent? <laughs> <laughs> Come Just on, that one, bro. bro. That one went totally yeah, yeah, yeah. over my head. Someone driving behind a slow minivan right now. <laughs> Just crashed into the minivan. <laughs> Just smashed into the back of that. They were laughing Alexis so is goddamn like, hard. Ho- hope, hoping his uh, high school English teacher's listening. I'm like, <laughs> I showed him. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm doing? Right. And you said I was stupid. <laughs> well, you were right except for that moment when I said effervescent. Um, so, no, they were uh, they were bad. And it really... the. the for the majority of the game, um, uh, you know, including the extra time, it did feel like uh, Sevilla was going to win that game. And the and then, the, yeah, same thing. Penalties just didn't I didn't get any strong sense of confidence. And then the, I also have, you know, we saw Morocco uh, uh, and the Moroccan goalkeeper uh, uh, Banu. Banu at the uh, at, at the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And my man exudes confidence and swag. He'd be doing this thing. You should go over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, right. Yo, <laughs> she kick it right here, bro. Don't don't be scared. Kick My it right man, here. And he was he was I, I think he's on a new level of of confidence because he was getting yeah, World Cups are where uh, a lot of times uh, the casual soccer fan gets to meet a a, a new player that yeah, they yeah, might yeah. be interested in. And uh, Bono's a, a very handsome man. Okay. So he was getting a lot of like... <laughs> Which is why we're talking about it. Uh, for real. But no, but he was getting a lot of like, uh, uh, you know, this is daddy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's getting a lot of zaddy like, attention. Like, what was it Pedro Pascal? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he's getting a lot of zaddy, daddy. Like you know, yeah, ch- yeah. Ch- choke me c- comments. <laughs> right. I mean, look, this is this is this, what are the comments that people. I leave them sometimes too, but I'm just saying. I feel like you and I got a different Instagram. I'm not gonna lie. To you. <laughs> but these are the comments. I'm just like, he's just a normal man, yeah. right? He just wants yeah, to be on like, the hit yo, show. Who tweeted that? It's just Christian's <laughs> yeah, yeah. burner. Like, hey, but, Morocco's playing well. But Joke me, Zaddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> but that, so I'm just saying it boosts your self-esteem. Yeah. And if you're you're between Not mine. Yeah. Uh, if you're between I stay getting called a fat clown. <laughs> just stay. If you're between the sticks and you get those kind of comments, mm-hmm. I'm just saying you're gonna be kind of uh, you know uh, uh, feeling yourself. Right. And and you think you're gonna end up winning a trophy, and I think that's whoever, what whoever left the comment might have been feeling themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you can't. It's undefeated, bro. Like yeah. I'm just saying, there's just like the the the, the boost of self esteem to some uh, some of the uh, these players, and and but no, but that was just the general vibe of of Sevilla. And he's also and a very interesting guy, Bono. He's born and raised in Montreal. Yeah, plays for Morocco, lives in Spain, but speaks with an Argentinian accent. Mm. Guy's just confused, bro. He doesn't know what's up. Bro, I think this guy's a spy, bro. I don't think this is real. My man is switches up accents faster than Kate Abdo. Right? How you got that many dialects in your, in your I can barely speak English with an American accent. How the hell are you? Switch into an Argentinian accent. It's incredible. Uh, I mean, look, you you get heavily influenced uh, by your teammates and stuff. I'm sure that that's a lot. You he know, plays from Morocco. I'm just saying, and but- lives in Spain. 
He never uh, he even plays played with Argen- like Eric Lamella, and and <laughs> I was gonna say he's never played for in any Argentinian team in Argentina. No! Any relation? He's from Montreal. But that's like saying, look at uh, Hector Bellerin. Why does he sound like a roadman from <laughs> South London? He lived in North London. <laughs> I'm just saying. What's this man's connection to Argentina? <laughs> you get influence. I don't. I, I don't mind. The it. only one I can find is Diego Simeone was his manager from 2012 to 2016. But that's okay, the maybe only. Maybe his wife is is Argentinian or something. Like Who knows? All right. Uh, okay, I, may, maybe. Okay. I'd be willing to accept that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I want to play this real quick because uh, Jose Mourinho was uh, very unhappy with you think? the 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 guy threw his Anthony medal Taylor. Into the I have a, I have a personal beef with Anthony Taylor as a Chelsea fan, the most anti-Chelsea referee in the Premier League. So I just had to get that out. There. <laughs> okay, wow. let him know, Miguel. <laughs> that sentence came out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have it tattooed on your arm <laughs> yeah, as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just have the entire uh, manifesto <laughs> written on my. <laughs> exactly floor. what you just said. Uh, so he wasn't happy with Anthony Taylor and his refereeing, uh, and it's it's interesting on. Uh, uh, we, we did a, a, a TikTok live with uh, David uh, Gerson. He's, uh, uh, he's a great TikTok account. He's a referee uh, out of uh, out of uh, Georgia, mm-hmm. and uh, his account is on TikTok. It's called Refs Need Love Too, to, mm-hmm. he, and he go he breaks Choke down. me, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if we clip that, it's gonna be like, well, you didn't know why. Yeah. Don't worry, it's not. Don't it's, clip that part right. um, without the context, please. <laughs> but he he made a video uh, earlier today talking about how great of a job Anthony Taylor did on this game and making the correct call on a lot of controversial decisions. But Mourinho was not happy with David's video. I yeah, guess. Mourinho right. just unfollowed David. <laughs> <laughs> but let me, let's uh, play. This is uh, just a, this is in the tunnel um, after the game, and Mourinho is not happy. And with- Mourinho sees Anthony Taylor, I guess, getting into his car. Yeah, this is a, it's a bit much, Rosie. All right, so it's a big claim, and you know he's going to get in trouble for this. He, he, he called them effing crooks and, and said it was a, a disgrace. Uh, should you get in trouble for this? Should you? Yes, you should get in trouble. Why? Beca- because you can't, you can't, uh, ju- especially as a manager, just discredit uh, referees. It's clearly a difficult job. They're not going to get uh, every decision correct. But if you uh, allow this vitriol, especially from a manager, it sets a terrible precedent for how referees are treated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're like, nah, why? Why? <laughs> I <laughs> Let think- him call him a crook. What's the big deal? <laughs> I think... You should be allowed to express, uh, you know, um, concern. Uh, well, you're—I mean, you can unhappiness. There's going to be a financial penalty for what he. That's what, what I'm he, saying. There shouldn't be. Oh, he didn't attack him. He, he did. He did not <laughs> physically attack he him. Said, Yo, you're a crook. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Yeah, not a big deal. You know, you, you know, uh, referees love having their integrity questioned. Uh, and, and you know, we I, I bring this up all the time. But remember when we were at a coaches convention and we uh, we did we we participated in an, in like an exercise that the uh, we got to do VAR VAR. We got to so see we got what to, VAR is like. I was the VAR and I was in. Uh, I had the headset. 
And I said, I don't care. I'll just (laughs) film it and make jokes. (laughs) And everyone's like, great idea, (laughs) except for the referee who was helping (laughs) us. (laughs) And then Alexis, uh, I'm I'm trying to make the right decision. And it's very difficult to be a VAR referee. I've I've experienced it. There's a lot happening. Well, here's my belief. No one cares about a video where we're just doing it exactly. Right, right. But you made a joke. So I said, what if, would it be funny if I made a couple of jokes? I made a couple of ones that he laughed at. Yeah. And, and the- then I said, oh, he was showing you all the different camera angles. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, which angle shows you getting paid by the other team? <laughs> and he did not react however you just reacted. <laughs> my man. Unless you got in my face just now. <laughs> my man was not happy. And even the, 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 the slight inference or joke that... That that he could be bribed, mm-hmm. not funny in As any if context. Refs have never been bribed before, right? But it's also a huge problem if they've been bribed. Yeah, so, of course, right? So, which you, is why a joke. Why would there be a camera angle on the VAR that shows it? <laughs> Seems like he got a little defensive. That guy might have been taking some money himself. Wow, exactly. Remember I said that, and you go, "Do not say that." On the I hope he's listening, bro. Shout I was out like, that we guy. should just say he clearly is taking money. And Christian's like, under no circumstances. Yeah, he was not happy with it. So that's uh, no. So that can't be the 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 angle. You you can't be to 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 you know make these accusations with uh, with uh, referees. But uh, overall, like I, I think the 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 what Mourinho's upset with was the non handball call from the cross uh, that went in. Right. I could. Uh, my opinion is. If it was a handball, I would be like, well, then that's them's the breaks, you know. Um, but because it wasn't called, I think it's like that's how I wish the game is called that or at least handballs are called in the future. Where like if your hands are in a normal position, they are down to your side. You're not making your body bigger. And it's 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 very, the, you know, the natural silhouette of, of how you would stand. That shouldn't be called. But we've seen it called pretty often, especially even this year. What about the penalty that got uh, overturned uh, in the box? I think it was Ocampos uh, who yeah. fell over. There was contact minimal. He definitely made a meal out of it, but he did get that got called back. It's balanced. Uh, the uh, the fact that you didn't get that overturned and get another one in your favor is a bit much. That kind of to me it balances out. It's a little bit of an overreaction, but you just lost the final, so I can understand you being upset. Exactly. Uh, but even still. Anthony Taylor did his best. I don't right. know what to tell you. Yeah, if I, anyone should be mad, it's us for having to have watched that second half. <laughs> <episode. laughs> it was horrific. So really? boring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Mourinho actually congratulated uh, uh, Mendelibar right right as the last penalty was about to be taken because he already knew. Oh, well, yeah. They hadn't, that he was going to miss. They hadn't made any. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, no, uh, they made the first They made the, the first, first one. one, and then they missed the, uh, the rest. Um, and, and Montiel... Uh, who obviously scored the game winner in the World Cup for Argentina, uh, it missed the game winner, and then obviously the the goalkeeper stepped off his line, uh, had it retaken, and ended up winning uh, overall. So, oh, uh, so in general, it was a pretty uh, a pretty chill evening for Sevilla because they got to lift another Europa League trophy, seventh Europa League trophy, crazy, incredible. And you know what? And then I, but I, but we get to lift. This ice cold trophy. Ah, <laughs> all right. Cold, crisp trophy. You want to do it like they left the trophies? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Where's the confetti? Yeah. yeah. CGI confetti in there. You can hear the crowd going nuts. Everybody's going crazy. Uh, but yes, as always, uh, shout out to Coors Life for always uh, uh, making sure that the Cooligans are taking 
taken care of. We have cool right in our name. So that's true. I mean, it's like it's a we're we're cold brewed, <laughs> refreshing, cold crisp. filtered, cold, cold filtered. lagered, okay? cold lagered. Uh, you know, and look, you said you were you're a parent now, two months in. I did say that. It's you, true. <laughs> I, you know, I just want to make sure I I'm hate not the <laughs> breaking news. Two I'm not fabricating in. it. It's like a real thing. Yeah. But look, you, it could get hectic. Watch being an Everton fan could get hectic when you want to chill. You got to choose chill. And that's this beer right here. <laughs> exactly. Because you know it's cold enough. You know it's chill enough when you see those blue mountains right on the can. Buddy, you see those bottle. blue mountains. It's time for fun. That's it, bro. That's it's time to have a good time. It's time to relax. It's time to, it's happy hour right now. Okay. Regardless of what hour it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, live your truth, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when you choose. Do you, papa. Vamos. <laughs> oh, when you choose to chill, pair your plans with a nice cold Coors Light. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. That's CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado! So, now we have to go to our uh, mic conversation. We don't have to, but it'd be nice. <laughs> we have to right now. <laughs> I, run, I run a tight ship here. Uh, Tim Ream uh, joined me for a quick conversation, uh, uh, obviously about the about the World Cup. Right. I went to the Fulham. bathroom, right, and then boom, the conversation started. <laughs> I came back. I'm like, about Alex- twenty minutes later, I go, "Is he there yet?" <laughs> I'm like, Alexis, he's he's a little occupied. Tim Tim was concerned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Duh, my suggestion is do not get the taco bowl <laughs> if you're out here. Uh, but here it is. Here's my conversation with Tim Ream. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, I am absolutely stoked about today's guest because uh, not only is this man uh, just just recently at the World Cup. I mean, we've had we we just had uh, Kellen Acosta got off the plane from Qatar and and came to our studio, uh, which was pretty wild. And it's one of those things where you're like, oh man. You deserve better. You shouldn't be on this show. <laughs> but, but now, now at this point, I'm like, nah, nah, we're good. My confidence is up. I think Kellen brought me to a point where I'm like, as soon as, uh, you know, a U.S. men's national team player uh, was at the World Cup and then is on our show, it's completely appropriate. So uh, I'm absolutely honored to welcome our guest, Mr. Tim Ream. What's good, man? Not much. What's going on? <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for joining me, man. I mean, I, I know uh, my uh, my uh, 
co-host couldn't be here uh, at the moment, but you did get to uh, meet him yep. on Morning Footy. Uh, yep. And, you know, he asked you, uh, uh, you know, uh, what did Pep say to you exactly? He asked you about the, the Prevel cheese. You didn't you didn't get to I, I'm going to ask this for him because uh, we've had a couple St. Louis uh, uh, folks on the show. Uh, we've had the sporting director, Lutz Fannensteel of, of St. Louis uh, City. And uh, we and Alexis did mention to him. So I'm getting the food question out of the way because it happens on every show. So Prevel cheese. I don't I've never had it, but Alexis talks about it. He doesn't (laughs) talk about it glowingly. What are what are your experiences with Prevel cheese? Uh, It goes on all the pizza in St. Louis. That's for sure. That's okay. I I mean, it's unless you're from St. Louis, you're probably not going to like it. It's it's different. It's very different. (laughs) It's okay. it's heavily pro- it's heavily processed. So right, like, right, right. That's the mm, that's the that they write it on the packaging. It's different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's different. It's different. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. I get when. Uh. I mean, obviously, uh, we've seen already the the matches in uh, in St. Louis, and uh, it looks incredible. But that's going to be one of my bucket list things. I have to go uh, and try this cheese, and I'll, I'll I'll you know I'll send you my video of the reaction Even, of yeah. it. Yeah, give yeah, an honest give opinion it. of it. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, Tim, I, I want to make sure we, we talk about it because obviously Fulham uh, is going to be playing in uh, in the U.S. Uh, this is uh, the, the Premier League Summer Series is, is pretty dope. I, look, I mean, for years, I've seen uh, a, a lot of uh, Premier League clubs and, or national teams play uh, uh, friendlies. Uh, you know, the, my, my first experience at a soccer game was like watching Real Madrid against Roma in like in like 2002 or something like that and it like you know it's one of those moments that like it changes your life and you get to see the players that you see on on TV and stuff like that have you uh, I know Fulham I don't think while you've been at Fulham they haven't played in uh, in the US right so this will be at least your first opportunity to come uh, with the club Uh, what what are you feeling uh, as far as getting to be a part of that experience man I'm telling you what it's it's about time Honestly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be my ninth season, and I'm like, I've been pushing them every single year. I, when are we going? When are we going? We have an American owner. What are we doing? Right. Why, are we, why do we keep going into Europe? Like, oh, because we have <laughs> European coaches. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, you're missing a trick here. Like, you're yeah. missing a trick. Um, obviously, it helps when you're in the Premier League. Don't don't get me wrong. And so, yeah, <laughs> right. I'm lo- looking, looking forward to it. Like, I've, I've not actually played... Other than than U.S. games, not not played any any friendlies at club level in in the states, and you know you, to to be able to come back and, and kind of show the guys like what how much of an appetite there is for for the game and for the Premier League and and the teams in the Premier League and and seeing you know it's it's weird for me to say this like seeing us up close instead of on the TV. It's yeah. It's it'll be cool. It'll be fun. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Guys were already talking about it when you know when it when it got announced and yeah yeah um, yeah they're excited. And, and it's a look. I love that you are you know officially part of the marketing team uh, for Fulham. That's pretty dope. You, you you're wearing a lot of different hats. But I I you know having gone to so many you know I've seen Arsenal. Uh, I've seen Chelsea. Uh, uh, you know I've seen Everton. I'm an Everton fan. Uh, and and I've I've I'm seen sorry. the club. <laughs> I mean, it's it's you can say sorry, right? But there's it could have been worse, 
Right. Could have been I mean, worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. We'll, You're... <laughs> we'll, I will talk about that in a second. But the uh, it, there's a certain sense of like community that is a little bit different as an, an American Fulham fan or American Arsenal fan, American Everton fan. There, there there's um, it's one of those things where it's your um, it's like a pilgrimage in a weird way where like it's it's the opportunity for Fulham fans to meet each other. Who they, They've been interacting on Twitter for years, but in America, they finally get to be at the same place at the same time. So I imagine it'll, you'll, you're at least excited to see some of that. Yeah, of course. It's it's uh, listen, it's it's unique in a way. And, and at the same time, it's not unique. It's I think it, it'll be great for. Like I said, for, for us to, to kind of see, because we see the same fans over and over and over and interact with the same fans over and over and over after games. And it's it's amazing, right? You, you can get real up close. Um, so to see and, and interact with a different group, uh, a different set of fans, but then also kind of bring it all together. And like you just said, have the fans from from over here in the UK potentially traveling to to the US and watching these games and and them kind of meeting up on social media on Twitter but then also physically meeting up and and seeing each other and shaking hands and yeah, yeah. and talking, you know, face to face for the first time is is a cool aspect and and a cool part of of kind of this, you know, the summer series is that it's it's bringing multiple groups of people together. Sure. Yeah. When yeah, whenever Everton plays in the US, I'm just like I, I'm like I get to see all the homies. I haven't seen them. <laughs> you know, we can we can commiserate over what Everton has done to us again this year. Again, uh, <laughs> so one right week there. one week longer though. They they did it but one I, week one week I later, know. didn't they? They're, they're, they? I mean, they really uh, wanted like the, the you know a nice climactic ending, uh, and they and they gave that to us. Uh, but I want to I want to talk about this and and just just relegation because obviously you, you you have to feel for uh, uh for for Leicester and, and Leeds and especially Leeds because of uh you know the American players that 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 play there um it, this is an interesting thing I I, I, I got this from uh, our producer but he had mentioned that uh, obviously you've been with Fulham for a long time but you have changed divisions in five consecutive seasons before this one so I and we, obviously we've seen that uh, you know sort of being like a yo-yo club as they as they say, but as a player experiencing that, what are, what are the, the the specifics that come with that outside of like the obvious heartbreak and joy of going back and forth? Like are the are the is the lunch in the cafeteria the same? Do you get like you notice the quality in food when you're in the Premier League and then when you're in the Championship? Like hey, what happened to the budget that we had last year? <laughs> I mean, you've pretty much hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, uh, yeah, that's uh, the the food in in the kitchen is is definitely one. You you see, yeah, you definitely see cuts. We'll we'll say that. Um, right. It's it's never nice going going up and down, up and down. It's not good for your heart, man. I'm telling you what is the food or the no, well, yeah, both. Yeah, both. To be completely honest with you. Um, the the stress of like going up and down and then you're like okay it's this is going to be cut this year this is going to be cut this year yeah. um you know or okay you get promoted and you're like okay this is going to be better this is going to be better um so yeah it's 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 this the things behind the scenes that that people don't see that that may, maybe aren't such a huge thing to to a lot of people but they're definitely yeah they they definitely have to cut back and 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 make yeah. adjustments for sure 
Yeah, I wonder if it's like, uh, I guess the thing I think about, and, and I think a lot of people, they obviously see like, oh, they'll be in the championship and or whatever, they'll, they'll be back or whatever. But I, it, it's interesting because these particular details, right, they, they are a, a huge factor in what it means to sort of be a professional, right? Because it's like you can get relegated or you, you can get promoted and be like, you know, uh, you tell the secretary, Sheila, buy that PlayStation, you're good, you know, and it, you, you have that kind of confidence. But when you get relegated, you're like, Sheila, you got to sell the PlayStation. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it really is like you're, you're actually looking after other people. Um, yeah. you're, 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 you know, your, your performances on the field and, and whether you get relegated or promoted directly affect, you know, the, the, the physios, the trainers, the, it, it affects yeah. everybody at the club. It, it really does because budgets change. But um, yeah, I mean... Even even for for most players, they'll have a you know a, a not a relegation clause or a re- release clause, but they'll have a relegation clause where your where your wages change, and all of a sudden it's like okay, you know, and this is going to sound really really bad, but like it's like okay, we can take that vacation, but we can't take that vacation kind of thing, and and that that is like that is a real a real yeah, thing, yeah. and I'm not listen, don't get me wrong, like you can still take amazing vacations, but it's <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. You're now you're now trading off, um, so I don't want to I don't want to come and, and sound like a like a spoiled a spoiled yeah, guy. Yeah, but it's the, you, but be. then you 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 then break it down and it's like okay the the average um, you know person at the club who's working there the secretary the the player liaisons the physiotherapists yeah. all of their cha- all of their changes as well. So there's a lot a lot that goes into. Up, going up and down, up and down, up and down. Right, right, right. Yeah, and yeah, it, it's a, for for someone it's, who's like experienced it that consistently, it's like you. It is a, clearly fresh in your mind. Uh, so, oh, but yeah. so I'm glad. I'm glad uh, Fulham uh, st- obviously uh, stayed up, and not only just stayed up, but had a really, really incredible uh, year. And obviously, you were a, a huge part of that. So the just the fact that this season was a little bit more, uh, you know, just definitely less stressful than uh, than usual. How did you feel about uh, this season overall now that it's over it was boring no 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 it wasn't bo- yeah exactly yeah i missed i missed <laughs> it was like oh you know like no it was it was i mean amazing listen don't get me wrong it was it was uh, absolutely incredible you know to to be safe basically in february when you usually you're you're you know looking over your shoulder and, and panicking you know the last the last couple times we've been in the premier league but um yeah listen the team was was amazing the manager incredible to to you know have us play in the way we the way we were and it it was fun like it was so hard every game is is so difficult and people are like oh this you know you play man city it's gonna be a hard one i'm like it's the premier league man like they're all hard yeah, like yeah. No, <laughs> nothing is like you you can't get away from that but yeah to to be sitting there and and literally be in in 10th um must you know, be and, nice. And, oh Must man, it nice. was. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was so nice. Like watching down the last couple of weeks. Even for me, like I broke. I break my arm with five games to go, and it's like, if if we're not safe, 
man, those last those last three of weeks course, are 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 going to be painful. <laughs> not and not and I don't mean like painful for my arm. It's just going to be right, hard. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it yeah. is. It is so nice. So yeah, nice. you did. Um, you did. Uh, you broke your arm also on my birthday, which is also very odd. Uh, which is very, yeah. I did not you wish that when yeah, I blew I the candle. You didn't, you didn't wish it, did you? <laughs> no. But you, uh, you broke. I, I, I heard you mention that you definitely are uh, feeling a lot better. I don't know if you saw this. Um, Lynn Williams, obviously of the U.S. Women's National Team, uh, she plays for, uh, for Gotham FC. But in the first, uh, I believe the first game of the season, she injured her arm to the degree uh, uh, she didn't break it, but she ha- she wore a splint the entire yep. game, and she scored a goal uh, while <laughs> while wearing the splint. Have you considered, like, was that even part of a consider wearing a splint? You don't need your arm to play soccer per se. How serious was it, bro? Because the splint makes it look like, I don't know, you should have, could you, could have you been out there? I don't know. You, you want, you want the whole story? Because I, I was being, I was being tagged in this. I was being tagged about, oh, Lynn Williams is doing it. And I was like, I mean, Fair play to her, right? Right. Um, right. <laughs> but I, I didn't actually look up the full backstory. So if she didn't break it, then it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit different. Well, yeah. Honestly, when I looked at that CT scan, it looked like a bomb went off in my arm. <laughs> oh it was in my, my arm, my the 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 smaller, like if you put your arm out right and you put it straight out in front of you, the yeah. inside bone, so the one that's closer to to your body, was in seven pieces. Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> so okay, a splint may yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, splint not, wasn't really maybe, gonna do enough for me. You know so, a couple, a couple band aids, a couple, yeah, you know, <laughs> some yeah. icy hot. You know, get back out there, kid. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I wish. I, I actually told them. I told the physios when they came out. They're like, oh, "We're making a sub," and I was like, "No, absolutely not." I was like, yeah. "Do do the tests." Well, I want one hundred percent like certain that there's there's no way I can play. Right. Couldn't shake the guy's hand. He rotated my arm, and I felt it, everything move. And I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, that's cool. I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, I'll, I'll all right. sit this one out." Okay, all right. Well, I'm glad you're uh, at least uh, obviously getting better. I, I do. I, I want to ask about the the World Cup um, because the obviously we were watching uh, intently, and uh, you know it was great to see. Wanted great to see you out there, and and just um, I thought the team was just like. So incredibly strong. I mean, they, they, that's. I think that's a th- one of the things I'm as a soccer fan and watching the men's national team. You want to see, especially after missing the last World Cup, you want to see just like pride and confidence and and confidence in your own play. And I think there was a lot of that. But I'm curious about um, the, the the last match, obviously against uh, Netherlands. Was there? Um, I'm just like, curious as a fan. Like, was there anything for you that like that that frustrated you about that match? Like anything that you may regret or something that you wish would have gone a little bit differently because it was a challenging game uh, uh, for the U.S. Um, yeah, obviously the, the scoreline wasn't wasn't great. Yeah. Um, he obviously re- regret that a little bit. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that when, when, when I look back on kind of the way we were, the way we were set up and, and what we were trying to do, um, we didn't expect them to, to completely sit back the way they, the way they did. Um, so that was a little bit of a surprise, but then also we had talked about, you know, we were in, in the first couple of games, we were pretty vulnerable to kind of cut back. So crosses like get them getting to the end line and, and crossing towards the, the penalty spot or, or the top of the 18. And, um, you, you look at their first two goals in the first half and what happened, 
um, exactly what what we had said we were already vulnerable to yeah. um, in in the three group games, and um, I think that's the that's the one kind of regret is that we we identified the a problem area for us and didn't didn't rectify it in in for that match. Um, yeah. But listen, yeah, hindsight's. 2020 isn't it like it's yeah, it's yeah. easy to say it's easy to say now christian having a, a unbelievable chance in the first five minutes um yeah I'll listen i'm you're not gonna put blame on on anybody so yeah just just knowing that we had we had identified something could have could have done done better um but man what an experience incredible yeah i mean th- there's a um I, I, whenever the 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 u.s men are in in uh, in a world cup there's a yeah obviously it's a huge it means a lot for the country it means a lot for yeah. the, the 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 sport and the popularity of the sport that's why uh missing in 2018 was obviously so uh, uh significant but there's a i don't know if it's i'm sure that a lot of americans do this but we, i'm just like delusional i'm just like we, we're gonna win well, obviously we're <laughs> going to win the story we we've seen too many american films where the we always get the, the you know the, the 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 underdog story is always always works out for us and yeah. it just it didn't work out in, in this scenario so it's a even that what like the netherlands sitting back as a fan i'm just like it's like why can't we figure like i'm out there i'm like yeah. we, why can't we figure this out <laughs> but i imagine in the moment it's just like there's a lot going on you're armchairing it. That's all right. Everyone, everyone armchairs it. I get it. I, I do. I get it. I, I do. I do it here. Sitting, sitting, watching other games. I'm like, why didn't he just make this pass? Why didn't he make that pass? Like, why? What's he doing here? Like, get, move out of the way. Um, so yeah, it's it. Like, yeah, I, I can imagine it's it's frustrating. But like, at at the, at the end of the day, like, you know, uh, when when you say, oh, I, you're delusional and you think you can win it. In reality, if if you're going to a tournament, you may as well want to win it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, okay, yeah, maybe we're delusional for, for saying, right, we're going to go and, and we're going to try to win it. Well, and then you have people who are like, well, yeah, you're, but you're the U.S. Like, what chance do you really have? Well, if you don't have that mentality, then what's the point of going in the first place, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So, you're not delusional. It's just... It's, I mean, it's you know, passion. Look, look, it's passion. Look at, our, fandom. look at our look at our comments from the from English people. All right, they're okay. They, they that's exactly what they say about us. But you know what? <laughs> I I always say I say well, you know, the, the we beat England nil nil, bro. That's how that's how I see it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so that's an absolute L for them. And I was yeah. you know, so you helped us when it comes to the banter that we have with some of our English fans. I, I wish I could shake your hand right now, Mr. Reem, okay, because you did <laughs> a, a great job for us. Um, I have one more question. This is from uh, one of our fans. We have uh, uh, our, our supporters group called uh, uh, Gully Squad, right? Uh, so uh, Freddie Alarcon, who is a huge Fulham fan, he asked a question. He said, is there pressure being an American at Craven Cottage? That is to say, is there pressure on continuing the, the tradition of full America? And he adds, up the cottagers. Um, I, I wouldn't say there's there's pressure. I'd say there's pride. Uh, I think pride is is a better a better description of, of it. Um, and it's something that for me when I first moved there was was definitely a, a major major contributing factor on the reason for moving. Um, I, I don't uh, listen. I want to do well wherever I go. I want to do well well in in whatever game I'm playing for whatever team, whether that's Fulham or, or the U.S. Of, of course. So there's there's pressure that I. I put on myself in the first place, but I'd say there's more pride knowing who's come before you, 
Um, and that's always been the case, even even with the U.S. team. I mean, uh, there's there's pride in, in knowing that you've had um, an Eddie Lewis, a Casey Keller, a Brian McBride, a Clint Dempsey, a Carlos Bocanegra, a who's who of, of U.S. legends come through here. And so it's like, I, I wouldn't say I, I'm putting pressure on to become a, a U.S. legend or a legend of, of Fulham, but there is that pride of carrying on that tradition and carrying on that torch until someone rips it out of my cold hands and, and <laughs> takes it over. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I, I wonder if the, you know, uh, like we saw this at Leeds when obviously they signed a lot of American players. The, yep. the you know, I would say you are a part of helping the brand of the American footballer just simply playing in the Premier League because we still got a, a ways to go. I feel like as Americans, we have, we have the history and there should be some respect but sometimes, you know, you, you know, you have to remind people in 50-50 balls like, yo, OK, yeah, I'm American, but I, I, I got I got that dog in me as well. Well, it's been it's been 11 years trying to trying to remind American or remind fans that that, yeah, just because I'm American doesn't mean I can't play. And I, I, again, it's not just because you're American. I think it's it's something that all players should have. And I think those those boys up in Leeds, I, that's pressure. That's pressure yeah. because there've there've not been that that lineage and that heritage of Americans to, to come through there, right? Um, so so they're you know they're they're that that first group, um, and that is pressure. I'll I'll tell you that much right now at a, at a right. club like that. For for me, it's like yeah, I'm I'm just out here every every season trying to remind people like hey, don't worry about me, like <laughs> don't worry about the Americans, like we can play, like if we yeah. find a good situations, like we can we can do it, and that's just about proving yourself and. I love it, man. I, I still love it at 30, 35, going on 36. It's uh, It drives me every single day. No, I, I hope, uh, you know, I feel like center, center backs and goalkeepers, they play until they're like 55. So you'll be, you'll still be around for a while, dude. <laughs> so, That's uh, what I'm going for anyway. <laughs> um, Tim Ream, thank you so much for joining us, man. This is like uh, really, really dope. I really, really appreciate you taking uh, the time. Uh, just a, a reminder uh, for, uh, obviously, Fulham fans, if you are in the United States, Fulham will be playing the Premier League Summer Series. Uh, they've been playing, obviously, three matches. Uh, Sunday, July 23rd. Uh, uh, against Brentford, uh, the next game July 26th against Aston Villa, and uh, Fulham against Chelsea uh, in, on Sunday July 30th. Any? Uh, I, I don't know if you're uh, gonna be 100% fit for these, but I I'm, hope I'm there. Okay, don't worry. I'm not. There we I go. I'm not. I'm not missing it. <laughs> don't you worry. Lynn Williams splint and all. <laughs> Timmy will be there. Uh, Tim, uh, thank you so much for joining us, man. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, America. Tim <laughs> Timothy Ream. Oh, joining the joining the Cooligans. Absolute honor. Uh, Why did we cut out the part where he guaranteed we'd win the World Cup? <laughs> I don't know. And he said it so loudly. Oh, dude, he said a billion dollars. I, said, I don't think you got it. And he said, "Don't play with me. I'll break your arm." Remember when now, he said you that? You know, it's 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 these these press officers at their clubs that are so right? they're trying to be so cautious. Dude, they're now. so scared, dude. <laughs> okay, yeah. content first. All right, we think about the consequences later. Later. Uh, no, but shout out to Tim Ream. Thank you so much uh, uh, for joining the show. Very cool. Uh, He's going to be playing in the summer series. That's Go right. Check so it out. dope. Uh, yeah, a, bu- a bunch of clubs are going to be playing uh, in the summer series, and it's always fun. I, the Premier League summer series. Exactly. The the like 
the last few years, I mean, it's been a part of uh, just kind of a, a nice thing in the summer. Like it's almost like we vacation. We go see Everton. We go see Arsenal. We go see. <laughs> we, we summer at the Arsenal game. We summer at the Arsenal. We're summering at the Arsenal game. So this you can year. you can summer at Fulham. The kids are at camp. <laughs> it's a great. Bring the family. Yeah, we got a timeshare. <laughs> okay, we're trying to get out of it. It's really hard. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> okay, there's a clause in there that if we ask to get out of it, we have to buy a second timeshare. <laughs> So it's just very difficult. <laughs> oh, I just want you to know, it's destroying our family. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where we summer. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> if you ever wonder why, how this show works, we don't know either. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. <laughs> We got to get to the uh, there's a lot of drama going on in Major League Soccer because we saw it. Um, there's a couple of things going on. We'll start with the L.A. Galaxy because well, we had a conversation about Milan when they had their meeting with the ultras that their meeting. Yes, it was scheduled. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Is it a Zoom or live? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, it's going to be on the racetrack yeah. right around the pitch. Yes, oh, okay, yes, cool. yes. Put it on the calendar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, and uh, I've uh, you know, I've been uh, you've been to Italy, right? Like uh, a lot of countries. They're, they're very serious about their sport, yeah. Uh, and it, and you know, it is it very much feels like uh, a, a religion. Uh, mm-hmm. It is it's something you know they they're very they treasure their uh, history and and obviously the, the the success of their clubs and things like that. Also, let's be honest, regardless of what job you have. If a group of shaved head dudes who wear all black said, hey, we need to have a conversation with you, you'd be like, all of you? Okay. <laughs> At the same time? Uh, you can't all be balding, right? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so they're very serious about it. And uh, we saw, um, so obviously the news with the LA Galaxy, Chris Klein has, has finally been uh, dismissed after right. a long protest from a lot of the, the supporters groups. And we also s- protest from the wind column as well. <laughs> They're just allergic to the, it. The wind column is like, we ain't having y'all, bro. You banned from the wind column, though. But the um, LA Galaxy, uh, the players went uh, angry, and their coach, Greg Vanny, went up to the supporters, and the supporters were uh, were vocal and saying, mm-hmm. like, you know, obviously they voiced their uh, displeasure with how the team has been playing. But it, it obviously mimicked exactly what was going on in, right. in Milan when, uh, when the players were speaking to the Ultra. So now... Uh, this is catching on, yeah, right? yeah, yeah because yeah. now we saw that one, and then uh, we just had another one uh, last night with uh, NYCFC. A little less formal, a little, less <laughs> a little bit more impromptu, right, right. But this was at uh, at Yankee Stadium, uh, NYCFC uh, midfielder and captain. This was filmed actually by the guy who filmed a lot of our original videos early uh, on. Right, right, right. But this is this was uh, this was posted by uh, the NYC. Uh, FC Forever uh, pod, they're, they're the homies. Uh, but but we saw James Sands walk up to the the supporters and and had that conversation. And it was just it wasn't he's a captain. He's a captain. He was doing captain things. And so you, there's a there's a lot here, and we'll ca- try to unpack as much as as possible. But the let's play a little bit of it, uh, and then just so we can get. A, a That's not good enough, James. We're here, right? We're here. No, 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 don't worry about it. We're here to kick and sing, bro. We're never gonna leave, bro. But this, right here, what you guys are doing, it's not enough. It's not enough. Bro, it's the coach. Speak up. Do something about it, bro. We're sick and tired of this. You don't want to be suffering for this. Understand that this is a rebuild here, right? And the 
Listen. You don't no. think we come in every day? No, but still, bro. Like, we got to come on. We don't feel it, bro. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't see that. We don't see that effort, James. We don't see that, bro. Okay, so I want to stop there real quick. He goes, and he ends it there. He yeah, we got to translate for people who don't speak New York. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously is saying, uh, you don't think we uh, come out here and Well, they were, yeah, work? you can hear yeah, the yeah, guy, yeah. but you, pro- you may not be able to hear James Sands back, but he says, you don't think we are working? And he even says, well, we don't have to play the whole thing, no, no. but um, James Sands basically says, like, you know, you can't tell us we're not trying or we don't care. Right. The people on the field feel it way more than you, which I don't. I don't want to sit here and disagree with that, but I think it's a little unfair to the fans, especially what, you know, NYCFC has quite possibly the best uh, traveling fan group. If not, it's one of the top. Mm-hmm. It's very expensive to travel. A lot of these fans put their heart and soul into supporting this club. You know, Templados, you hear them drumming at away matches. They go yeah, yeah. everywhere this team goes. Uh, the fans that are right here that you see from uh, NYCFC Forever Podcast. These guys go everywhere the, the the team goes and are rooting this team on. You saw how packed they had to add tickets for MLS Cup in uh, in Portland when mm-hmm. we won it. Um, it's a it's a difficult situation. It's tough to tell a team that they don't care, but it's also tougher to see and feel like they don't care. Yeah, I mean, and it's a to me, it's like a moot sort of conversation of like you guys don't care. Like, I mean, I I, I don't think that's a uh, a fair uh, assessment of what... It's also wh- no way to quantify uh, Exactly. It. It was like, that's... Well, my care meter's at 100. What's your... <laughs> <laughs> Let's compare yeah. our carometers. <laughs> Take the socks over. <laughs> let me see your care meter. <laughs> so it's like a, a kind of a, a pointless conversation. But I think the... Um, the and uh, and I, w- I want to put up uh, Hercules, uh, Hercules Gomez. Uh, he has uh, his tweet, obviously, uh, of ESPN. And, and this was his tweet. He says uh, in, in the message to players, he goes, players, stop engaging with fans like this. I know you are meaning for it to be respectful, but best case scenario, total strangers, quote unquote, respect you for taking the time to be berated. You just lost. Everyone is upset. Nothing good for you can come from an exchange like this. So I also think that's unfair. I think this is unfair. Too. I don't want to get to the point where every time a team loses, they need to have another right, meeting. Right, right. meeting. Everybody meeting. All, hands, all hands meeting. Should <laughs> I? Yes, I will reply all to this yeah. email. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this could have been an email. Also. But look, since we're all here, I got donuts. Uh, so we don't need that. But I, I think uh, look, uh, there's a couple things here. I respect I have respect for the fans for uh, voicing their opinion. I have huge respect for James Sands for walking up and and having the conversation, whether it's kind of uh, productive or right. not. But I, I think... In, in your ticket, it doesn't say you get to watch a match and have a conversation with the player. Right. The player doesn't have to listen. <laughs> the player right. doesn't have to walk up and be like, what's on your mind? It's like, it's like no, no, no. You seem to be in a good mood, no, my no, guy. I don't want an autograph. I don't want an autograph. This is, good. This is the, your review. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is your quarterly review. I your, have your the feeling review. stick. It is my turn to right. So I want to bring up a few things from earlier this year. Uh, <laughs> so, but I, I, look, James Sands, homegrown player for NYCFC, obviously a young man. What is he, 21, 22 at this point? Yeah. But he's been with the club, you know, started Since with the, the academy club. days. Yes, when he was like... 15, 16 years old. 22. So it showed a lot of maturity for him to go up to fans. And and he ended it. We didn't play in in this uh, uh, when we were playing that clip. But he said at the end, he said, don't tell us we don't care. It's disrespectful. 
Which is true. And he walked away. And he has every right to say that. 100%. As much as the fans have the right to voice their opinion. Everybody has the right to yeah, do yeah, yeah, either yeah. thing. Uh, you, uh, but, Both sides of the argument are But this allowed. is what I want to talk about. Because now we're starting to, I think, starting to see what, what MLS ultras look like. Mm -hmm. Right? And, and behave like. Right? Because there is no promotion relegation. There is no absolute, like, uh, uh, cost of losing outside of just being humiliated and and you know bringing in less revenue local bragging rights local bragging and stuff like that which is a common american sports thing it's like at the new at the beginning of the year everybody's in first and we're all have an opportunity to right. to win the title but in soccer it's it's there there there's not as much to lose in uh within MLS or in leagues that don't have uh, promotion relegation so if we're not going to have the, the the you know the, the that cost of uh, getting your team relegated to a, a lower division, then this is why it kind of looks like where fans are just like, I will not stand for a poor product on the pitch, and I'm going to let you know about it. And we always uh, envy what happens in 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 England, in Germany, in Italy. That we see the giant tifos we see the passionate supporters that the tattoos on their body we love all of that stuff and when you, and that's the thing on tv it looks nice and and we see how the leagues use that to their advantage they're like look at how colorful and this league is with so passionate so passionate <laughs> but then when you you're face to face with these passionate supporters this is what they're like yeah you're like oh okay well this is a little bit this is a little too much for yeah. me can we get a metal detector to check them for passion <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> it's just a, a little you know i think people can feel like it's a little excessive but i see this but also this is a very sp soccer specific thing because Ain't never been no meetings with the fans at a Jets game. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. But I also think yeah. the, the there's a little bit, uh, you know, with soccer because the people think it's like if they feel it's the every man's game, right? Like you, we've we've stood next to players. We're like taller than some of these elite athletes, and yeah. and we're we just assume like all right. I mean, if you could do it, right. like, I mean, why, how far am I? I must have got, I should have got my fancy feet out <laughs> earlier. I mean, I could train two weeks and be like you, right? <laughs> know, right? It's not there. So it, it seems just so, there's so much more relatable to us as just like normal people. So, but this is why. That's it, true though. If you said to a bunch of NFL players, you don't care enough. And they said, what'd you say? You'd be like, nothing. <laughs> I, say, nothing. <laughs> I don't know. What did you hear? <laughs> man, there's whole hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. How you give me a full face bush? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm I'm glad you're here, actually, because I was just going to say, bro, you're trying your hardest, bro. <laughs> you, you are. I love you, DeBrickashaw. Yeah, 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 you yeah, are yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> I might change, but I'm now DeLexashaw. <laughs> That's how much I love you, Because I am paying homage to you, sir. <laughs> bro. Uh, so, look, my, my general feeling is I get, from Hercules Gomez, a former player, I get him not liking this and not wanting to kind of experience this, but as a fan... I'm like, yo, we're moving in the right direction. People are caring so deeply that they're having these conversations uh, with with players. And yeah, it can go for like a viral moment and blah, blah, blah. But it, it, it's a sign that American fans are really caring about this sport to the degree where it's like they, they're frustrated with their players. And and I always say this. like, But let's, uh, let's just be clear. It didn't work in Milan. It hasn't worked no, no, in no. LA. I'm not saying it's productive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, if we're going to mimic something, mimic something that works. <laughs> There's, uh, meetings don't work, But more bro. than anything, it's just like the, 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 this is the general feeling that you, you know, and we've traveled uh, to many different countries and watched games and stuff like that. The, the thing we generally always hear is 
the the fans will be around longer than the players. The the fans will there's going to be roster changes over year after year, uh, decade after decade. They're going to be always see a bunch of different faces, but those right. fans will always be there, and that is what that is the the. Uh, a requirement or obligation that the players have to those fans. So that's why I, I respect LA Galaxy players and and going up to the fans and just having a conversation because I think right it's, because it's very easy to not do that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And and so it to me, like Sans, if you and I had a bad episode and there was a bunch of Cooligans fans outside who said I want to have a conversation with you, I'd be like. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it next week. <laughs> you know what I mean? a, Let me get a get... W and then I'm gonna come back. <laughs> All right. Are, are, is our podcast gonna get relegated somewhere? <laughs> no. Jesus, why do you have a tattoo of our podcast? <laughs> Just uh, you know, relegated to yeah. Kindles or something. <laughs> bro, bro, you Damn, get it, bro. Y'all shaved your heads for this? Yeah, y'all, y'all climb do you got you gonna do text based podcast? <laughs> Damn, that hurts. Yo, we ain't a we ain't a podcast no more. We're a blog, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard that hurts. <laughs> uh, so look, yeah, uh, it, it's it's a fascinating sort of thing. But if uh, you're wondering what sparked this, they're in a seven-game winless streak. Yeah, six of those are losses. Yeah, it's, it's not, not. It's not good. Not great. So uh, yeah. And, so that's uh, one and, point and, out of a possible Galaxy, twenty-one. LA Galaxy did win their game. Uh, who they play? They've won and lost. Uh, who? They won their last this last game. Yeah, they, yesterday was it Rao, uh, Rao uh, RSL. Yeah, they beat RSL. Wow, you beat a trash team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they they won. Not the players. <laughs> I don't. They're gonna have a meeting. With, <laughs> I don't. They're gonna show up outside your house. Yeah. Just they won. Ricky Pooj held his jersey up. <laughs> he finally got an assist. Look at that first assist. Hey. Finally. All right, all the comments that are calling us, there are people calling us both fat because of that. <laughs> Can you believe that? You getting fat shamed? I'm getting fat shamed because of we made fun of, because well, you made fun of Ricky Pooja and you said maybe MLS is your level. Yeah. And now I got to catch the fat strays. <laughs> this is unheard Stray of. Stray bacon being tossed <laughs> at us, bro. It's disrespectful. <laughs> you, we don't have to put up with it. <laughs> to quote James Sands. Okay. Uh, all right. We'll, uh, we'll wrap up. Well, congrats. Yeah, you got an assist 15 games into the season. Good for this you. This is what you paid for, LA. <laughs> I'm glad we could motivate you, yeah. Ricky. <laughs> Real uh, quick, though. We talking FA Cup? Oh, Super that's quick, right. some betting. Right. That's oh, we got to yeah. talk about Alexis, bro. Alexis got got by the books. I got got, man. These books, the house always wins, everybody. <laughs> FA Cup, uh, obviously. This I actually blame Mike. Miguelito screwed it was, me It here. was kind of my fault. We'll go back real quick. Playoff championship final. Alexis asked me for some betting advice. He goes, I want to bet Luton. has odds yes. on, on this game. Mm-hmm. He goes, I want to bet Luton. So I'm like, all right, Luton money line, easy. We didn't realize, well, Alexis didn't. I knew I wasn't thinking of this. You must be speaking French. (laughs) I I forgot to mention to Alexis that that's only the result after 90 minutes. So Alexis sees the final result. I'm saying Luton won. So I win my bet. Right, but no, not not in the 90 minutes. Not in the 90 minutes. Turns out. Alexis you can pick a time. <laughs> <laughs> um, as long as, uh, yeah, they're winning 76 minutes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Um, but yeah, FA Cup real quick. Yes, uh, man. Uh, the Manchester so if you're going to bet on this, bet on what you think the result's <laughs> going to be after 90 minutes. <laughs> so what are, uh, what are we expecting? Obviously, the favorites have to be Manchester City. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot going on here. Yes, the favorites, Manchester City. Manchester United, certainly not at full strength. Right, Anthony's injured. Uh, Lisandro Martinez is injured. It's not looking great. Sabitzer, who's a big backup for them, is injured. Mm-hmm. But they're the only team that could potentially stop 
Manchester City, their crosstown rival, their mm. most hated mm-hmm. rival outside of maybe Liverpool, although maybe it's now them, from doing the treble, which is their thing. Mm-hmm. Right. They do the treble. That's your thing. They just did it. So you're the only team that can stop them. So there's a lot here. <laughs> but still, you're like, Manchester the, City is do, way over, over. Do the treble. Like, it sounds like it should be a, a song and dance. I have a chord. <laughs> do the treble. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> what era was that? That was the 1960s. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Yeah. You know, didn't the Packers have like an old dance that they used to do? Maybe, like the, the, the shuffle. Super Bowl shuffle. The Super Bowl shuffle. Yeah. 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 Every once in a while, that video shuffle. goes viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's bring it back. The FA Cup shuffle. Yeah. Uh, You learned that right before the Lindy hop? Uh, (laughs) No, yeah. I mean, look, I honestly don't think there's a ton of value you're going to find on any of the money line bets. Man City is minus 220, so you have to bet. Minus 220, for those who don't know. That means you have to bet $220 to win 100. To be given back your $220 plus 100. Plus an extra 100, yeah. So I don't love that value. It's not good odds. I'm going on a prop here. I like a team prop. I'm going to say, this is a big one. This is like kind of risky. Manchester City over two and a half goals scored in the 90 minutes. Right. God plus, forbid. Plus 160. So that's great value. You're getting 160 if yeah. you got 100. It's risky. It's risky. But, but it's, bro, I you you inspired by this Manchester United defense? I haven't been. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those, uh, you know, De Gea is going to let you down. I, I, I don't know. Like, well, he's he going to let you down, down three times. times. Yeah. <laughs> that's the tough part. That's the tough one. Because uh, you got to favor Manchester City to obviously uh, win. My, yeah. my main concern here is they have a Champions League final the following mm-hmm. week. What is this lineup going to look like? Is it going to be the, the same roster that's going to... Uh, He's got to feel the full roster. He I has to, so yeah, yeah. You have to want to win this one and then worry about the yeah. trouble later. Well, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. tell you this. A FOTMOB has a little uh, voting system here. Mm-hmm. Uh, to win the game, Manchester City has 51% of the vote. Manchester United has 40% of the vote. There's a lot of confidence in Manchester United, more hmm. than I expected. Okay. I thought it'd be 90, but to draw it's 9%. Hmm. You're wondering, what do you mean draw? Yeah, it turns out it's in the 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Manchester City are on a one-game losing streak, bro. I don't know if they can recover from this uh, in the last game of the season in the Premier League. They're also unbeaten in 20 home games, and this is a home game. <laughs> uh, it's at Wembley. No, it's it's a-, a home game for them. They're technically home, even though it's in a neutral. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so uh, the the uh, so that 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 prop bet is actually kind of interesting. I wonder because uh, it obviously would pay off pretty well. Yeah, I'm going full Manchester City blowout. That's that's my prediction. Can you bet for it to not be a draw? Uh, yeah, you can. There's a bet called draw no bet, but like it it's really just a money line bet, and it reduces the odds a little bit because it takes away that third right. that third okay, option. Because it says here the last six matches haven't draw haven't uh, ended with a draw. Yeah, I mean, look, draw you can bet a draw on this match after the 90 minutes. It's plus 360 odds, so maybe worth the sprinkle. Okay, uh, so uh, yeah, best of luck uh, to everybody. Who do you uh, think is going to win that? Manchester City is going to win uh, pretty, uh, not, I don't want to say handily, uh, again, because uh, my main concern is that I think Pep is going to be th- thinking about the Champions League final during this match, uh, and I think I think they should still win, but, uh, it, you know, it's it's whatever, I don't know what the roster is gonna, exactly going to look like, but I'm, yeah, so that's my concern, but City's winning, but I don't think they're blowing them out. That's my general feeling. Okay. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you again for joining us on another uh, episode. Uh, shout out to Tim Ream uh, for, for the combo. We have uh, we have also another big guest. Uh, yeah, next coming Thursday. Up. Coming yes. out next Thursday. Uh, next Thursday, uh, we have Thomas Frank 
yes, uh, sir. Uh, the Brentford manager. So I mean, look, the just the who's gonna, who, we don't know who's gonna be walking through. Bro, line them up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so make sure you tune into that as well. Obviously, always uh, Mondays and Thursdays, the Cooligans, uh, the podcast, YouTube, leave Seven a review on a DraftKings Network. DraftKings Network uh, as well. So we're we out here, everybody. Uh, thank you again for tuning in. Shout out to Miguelito. We appreciate everybody who tunes in. We will see you next uh, Monday. Peace, everybody. Love Easy you guys. Easy cooligans, buddy. <laughs>